0: The problem is that we procrastinate. Okay, so if that's the problem that I have selected to investigate this time, let's think about what it means to procrastinate. It means to not do what you should be doing. Now, why is that so problematic? And in fact, we know it's problematic because when you do it, you can feel it weighing on your spirit. You know it's not ideal, you know it's a real problem. And I think if you pay close attention to the way you feel about things, just, you know, the spirit of your will speaking to you, that it can tell you a great deal more than you can gather from any length of research. Or, or, huh? yeah, that's true because, well, if you have the biased attitudes that I possess, you believe that there is something greater that's in line with the species. And in fact, you know, there's there's not no evidence to point that I'm point to the case uh to to, to point to the idea that i might be right here because what is consciousness we understand a a lot of you know the way we engage with the world but well well i shouldn't say that i shouldn't say that there are hard sciences like we our physics is so precise that we're able to send rockets up into space and that's mesmerizing surely however there are things fundamental to the way that we engage with the world that we simply do not understand. We can, you know, plot what would you say, the trajectory of a rocket based on exact understandings of how orbital science works and how uh, gravity has an effect on mass and, and things of this nature. I'm no rocket scientist, but these, you know, preliminary ideas I can at least fathom. However, we still don't understand gravity really as a force we couldn't generate it if we wanted to, or I guess we could, but it would require this great amount of force you know however, it's impossible for us to do it truly from zero to one if you get like uh, taking no gravity and making gravity we can't do that, so do we understand it really you know uh, that's that's interesting we don't i wouldn't I wouldn't say. And then if that's just gravity. Now, let's consider what it takes to recognize existence. I guess that's a kind of a rough definition of what consciousness is. Okay, well, we have no clue. We're not even close, like even further from our understanding of gravity. Uh, We have absolutely no idea. So sorry for that tangent. But my point is this. If we grant that something as great as consciousness and great, I mean, in scope and scale, something as great as consciousness is not well understood by our species, then we have to grant that there is this force outside of ourselves that is greater than us. Well, I I guess that's so obvious. It's, It's strange for me even to state it. However, it seems to me that many people don't have faith in this perspective, meaning they don't have faith that there are greater things in the unknown that could be known. So now I want to, you know, I, I, I went off on this long tangent, but I want to bring it back to this point. If there is this greater force that drives things, that moves things, that makes things the way that they are in the most abstract, you know, oh, that I, I suppose that's the most abstract way I can put it, then to some degree, it motivates me to have faith in things that I don't know. It, well, it motivates me to have faith in ideas that occur to me without my say so. Because there must be some great force moving it if I don't understand it. I know I hope I'm not making an argument that lacks logic or, or falls into fallacy. And I mean I guess I'll I'll have an audience to judge that. However, it seems to me that there is a great force driving my thoughts when I'm not in control of them. So if I have the if If it occurs to me that there's a thing that I ought to do, you know, and, you know, I didn't, I didn't gin up this idea out of nowhere. It came to me from, let's call it the ether, whatever the case. Well, maybe I ought to obey. Maybe that's the ideal within me, the force that guides that is greater than I, you know, that's how I feel about it. So all of that to return to procrastination. We all procrastinate and we all feel bad doing it. Maybe it's that ideal force. Maybe it's consciousness itself that is telling us not to do that. And maybe it's the duality within ourselves that makes us vulnerable to doing it anyway. And, you know, maybe what makes the human epic exciting is that we have that part of us that isn't aligned with the ideal. We are forced to fight. Let's call it Satan. (laughs) Okay, this is getting religious, but we're forced to fight whatever you want to understand is Satan the negative force, you know, like, uh, and we have to strive for that ideal. And what does that mean? That means that when you procrastinate, you need to not do that, you need to fight it. And of course, we're all going to do it. So when you do it, you shouldn't think of yourself, you shouldn't think about it this way. This would be a bad uh, interaction with, with procrastination, this would be a bad way to look at it. Oh, I procrastinate, so that makes me a loser. That is such a bad way to think about it. A better way to think about it is this. Oh, man, I I keep procrastinating. I'm playing a football game, and I'm down at halftime. That's how you should think about it. There's another half to play. You can return and not procrastinate. You can be a different way. That's what makes you incredible. That's what makes our species... Wow. That uh, We can cement our legacy as an incredible species. We really can. It all lies in in the future. If we can behave correctly on a consistent basis, or maybe not even consistent, but if we can behave, if we can move towards the ideal consistently and away from the non-ideal consistently... We will be dramatically better, and I keep saying "we," referring to the species. But let, let's let's confine our scope. Let's talk about you, listener. You're sitting there. You know, maybe it's not even a good thing that you're listening to me speak. Maybe you are procrastinating. What What do you have to do? This is your call to action. You know, turn turn this podcast off immediately and go study. Go, I don't know. Go go take a walk in nature. Leave me alone. Leave Isaiah alone. You don't need to hear what he has to say. If anything, I'm only reiterating what you already know to be true in your spirit. Not to get uh, <laughs> too zodiac on you, but it's, I believe that it's true with every fiber of my being. So here, here's my solution. So we started with a problem. You came down the rabbit hole with me. And now we've come to the point where we need to form a solution. Every time you fail... To act adequately, let's say. Every time you quote-unquote procrastinate, then recognize it and quit immediately because you're moving away from the ideal. This is a problem fundamentally. And then do the right thing. And once you feel how good it, how good it, well, once you can understand truly how good it is to spend each day in the light towards the ideal, then I imagine it'll be harder and harder for you to procrastinate. Because you'll see the the difference between what life is like when you work the way you're supposed to, and what life is like when you you know give in to your weakest uh, motivations. Anyways, I hope this uh, dive down the rabbit hole was useful, and I hope to see you next time. Please please uh, rate the podcast if you if you so choose. Uh, I'm rambling here because I'm not much of a salesman, but. <laughs> I do want this podcast to reach a larger audience, so if you'd be so kind to leave a rating and any comments on what you think could improve with the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. See you all tomorrow.